السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ الحمد للہ الحمد للہ نحمد ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبحان الذي اسرى بعبده ليلا من المسجد الحرام الى المسجد الاقصى من المسجد الحرام الى المسجد الاقصى الذي باركنا حوله لنريه من اياتنا انه هو السميع صدق الله العظيم beloved brothers respected elders a person by the name of itamar ben gavir He is the current Minister of National Security in the state of Israel, Itamar Ben-Gavir. His roots are in the Takh party, which was once considered a terrorist organization, even in Israel and the United States. So that's how right-wing he is, how racist he is. He is, he belongs to this type of organization that was even considered a terrorist organization by Israel and the U.S. As a lawyer, he defended numerous Israelis involved in conducting violent attacks against Palestinians. At his home, in the West Bank illegal settlement of Kiryat Arba. He would until recently, until about 2019, he would proudly have a portrait of Baruch Goldstein, the Jewish settler terrorist who massacred 29 Musallis whilst they were performing Fajr Salah on the last Friday of Ramadan in 1994 at the Masjid Ibrahimi or the Ibrahimi Masjid in Al-Khalil, Hebron. So this Itamar bin Gavir, he would proudly have this portrait of this terrorist Baruch Goldstein who had massacred 29 Musallis, came there Fajr time whilst they were in Salah and he gunned them down. He killed 29, made them shaheed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower his mercy upon them. Whilst they were in the Fajr Salah, they met with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the last Friday of Ramadan. And he injured almost 115 people. So this is the hero of Itamar bin Gavir, the current Minister of National Security of Israel. So as the new Minister of National Security, bin Gavir, from his 
first day in office, he has been hard at working to change what remains of the status quo, recognized all over the world, that Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa is a Muslim-only place of worship. So he's making efforts to change that. Now our link, and our, our link to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, our nisbat, is cemented in the Qur'an Sharif and in the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Like I had recited the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif at the beginning, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Glory be to that being who took his slave on a journey at night, إِلَى الْمَسْجِدِ الْأَقْصَى From Al-Masjid Al-Haram to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. الَّذِي بَارَكْنَا حَوْلَهُ That masjid that we had blessed its precincts and surroundings. So it's that only spot on earth where all the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are known to have gathered at a single place and a single time. All of them gathered together in a hadith of Sunan al-Nasai reported by Hazrat Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is reported to have said, ثُمَّ دَخَلْتُ بَيْتَ الْمَقْدِسِ Thereafter I entered into Baytul Maqdis. All the Anbiya were gathered for me. All the Anbiya were present. So they were waiting for the Imam to take his spot. Jibreel a.s. advanced me, he sent me forward. Until I performed the Imamat for all the Anbiya So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose this occasion to show the world who is Imamul Anbiya, who is the Imam of all the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, Hazrat Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma, he said, Al-Baytul Maqdis banathul Anbiya wa sakanathul Anbiya. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu he said, Sayyidina Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu said, Baytul Maqdis is that area which the Anbiya alayhi salam had built. Al-Masjid al-Aqsa was built by Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Anbiya alayhi salam resided in Al-Baytul Maqdis, the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala resided there. There is not a place in it which is equivalent to even a hand span. Except that some Nabi had performed Salah there. Every place of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, there's not even a place of a hand span, except that some Nabi had performed Salah there, had made Sajra there. Or Aqama Fihi Malakun, or some angel of Allah had stood there. It's such a Mubarak, blessed place. Alladhi barakna hawlahu. We had blessed its precincts. So here there are the spiritual blessings of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. The wahi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would pour down upon this land. Most of the Anbiya al-Muslam that are mentioned in the Qur'an Sharif, we find that many of them resided around Al-Masjid al-Aqsa, when Hazrat Dawud al-Islam, Hazrat Sulaiman al-Islam, Hazrat Yahya al-Islam, Hazrat Isa al-Islam. So many of these Anbiya al-Muslam resided in the precincts of Al-Masjid al-Aqsa, Hazrat Zakaria al-Islam, Hazrat Yahya al-Islam. Now the Zionists, 
they claim to be the rightful landlords or custodians of Baytul Maqdis based on their allegiance to certain Anbiya alayhim based on their allegiance perhaps to Hazrat Musa alayhi salam or Hazrat Dawood alayhi salam or Hazrat Sulaiman alayhi salatu to certain Anbiya alayhim salam our custodianship or our guardianship of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa is based on our allegiance to all the Anbiya alayhim salatu Quran Sharif teaches us Ulu, you should say this. O believers, say Ulu. Amanna billah. We believe in Allah. Wama unzila ilayna. And what was revealed to us. Wama unzila ila Ibrahima wa Ismaila wa Ishaqa wa Ya'quba wal Asbati. We believe in what was sent down to Ibrahim alayhi salam, to Ismail alayhi salam, to Ishaq alayhi salam, to Ya'qub alayhi salam. To the children of Yaqub alayhi salam, wa ma utiya Musa, and we believe in what was given to Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu salam, wa ma utiya Musa wa Isa, and what was given to Hazrat Isa alayhi salam, one nabiyuna mir rabbihim, and in short, in whatever was given to all the prophets from, from, from their rabb, la nufarriku bayna ahadim minhum, we don't differentiate between any one of them. We don't say we believe in some of the anbiya and reject the other anbiya alayhi salam. وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ We are those who submit completely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the other hand, the Zionist Jews, they reject Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam and what was revealed to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. And worst of all is that they reject Imamul Anbiya. The leader of all the Anbiya alayhi salam, Hazrat Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam, they reject him. And they reject the Quran Sharif. Similarly, the Christians reject Hazrat Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So Allah Taala has blessed us the true guardians and custodians of Al Masjid Al Aqsa are those who allege, uh, uh, ally themselves to all the Anbiya alaihi wasallam. Wasalam. Inna dina inda Allahi Islam. Deen by Allah is only Islam submission to the command of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So this is what Islam is about, to submit to the command of Allah, to fulfill the command of Allah at that particular time. For an example, in the early days of the messengership of Rasulullah wasallam, the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was, the hukum of Allah was, you must make salah in the direction of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, of Baytul Maqdis. When Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam migrated to Medina Munawwara after 16 or 17 months, then the command came from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala: Masjid Al Haram. Now turn your face in the direction of Al Masjid Al Haram towards Baytullah, towards Kaaba. In that time, the hukum was Al Masjid Al Aqsa. Now in this particular time, now the command of Allah was the Kaaba. This is the command of Allah, and Islam demands submission demands that you follow the command of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Similarly, the time, the command at that time was to follow Hazrat Musa alayhi salam, to follow the Torah, thereafter to follow Hazrat Isa alayhi salam, to follow the Injil, and now the command is to follow Hazrat Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam, Imamul Anbiya, and to follow the Quran Sharif, the final command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
This makes the believers, the, the Ummah of Rasulullah the true guardians of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa is a legacy that goes back from the beginning. Nabi said, first Kaabatullah was built, 40 years later Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa was built. And both were built by Anbiya Alayhim Our allegiance is to all the Anbiya Alayhim The true guardians and custodians are the Ummah of Rasulullah Wasallam. So what can we do to fulfill our responsibility as guardians and custodians and defenders of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa? Amongst them, number one is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we have not fulfilled we are not fulfilling the rights of al-Masjid al-Aqsa from the Quran Sharif we learn if you look at the first page of Surah Isra that the spiritual gauge of the Ummah is al-Masjid al-Aqsa if the Ummah deviates is disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they lose the custodianship and they lose the authority over Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. When the Ummah comes back to the of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then restores the pride of the Ummah and returns Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa into the hands of the Ummah. So the fact that it is out of our hands, we are in need of Tawbah, Inabat, reforming ourselves, turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, changing our lives, becoming obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ O believers, all make Tawbah to Allah, so that you may become successful. Second, another responsibility and duty, is to constantly make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are many duas that we can make to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amongst the duas is, the last ayat of Surah Baqarah. Surah Baqarah, the last two ayats, was one of the gifts of the night of Mi'raj. The last ayat, وَأَفُ عَنَّا وَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَرْحَمْنَا أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا فَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ Oh Allah, forgive us, pardon us, have mercy, have mercy upon us, turn to Allah in Tawbah. When the barrier of sin is removed, then you say, Ya Allah, Anta Mawlana, you are our guardian and protector. Give us victory against the disbelievers. Fansurna al kafirin to make dua for Al Masjid Al Aqsa and for the freedom of Al Masjid Al Aqsa and all, uh, all Muslim lands. Another duty is, as instructed by Rasulullah and encouraged by Rasulullah وسلم, is to make efforts to visit Al Masjid Al Aqsa. To make an effort, to make an effort to visit Al Masjid Al Aqsa and to perform salah in Al Masjid Al Aqsa, make it abad with the presence of the Muslimin. Take our children along and visit Al Masjid Al Aqsa. Make i'tikaf in Al Masjid Al Aqsa. So to make this Masjid abad and acquire the, the rewards that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has promised. Then also donating towards Al Masjid Al Aqsa and the people of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. We must verify and ensure that our donations are reaching the correct people and that we use reliable organizations and that these funds are then used in Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa and the precincts of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa for the benefit of the people there. Then increasing our knowledge, constantly increasing our knowledge on the sanctity of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa and educating our children with regards to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa and creating awareness with regards to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. 
Then, following authentic news on Masjid Al-Aqsa, what is happening there? What is the what 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 is what are the reliable information that's going on there? Being aware about it and sharing it with others, being vigilant with regards to the protection as far as possible to bo- to boycott. Zionist supporting products, all those products which are a means of enhancing and empowering the Zionist state of Israel, we should as far as possible boycott them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq for amal. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.